Hey, welcome back to Beautiful and Believable. Drew Dotson here. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you're doing well and uh, endeavoring to persevere, which I'm dating myself. That's an old line from a Clint Eastwood movie. But I hope you're doing well. Let me tell you what we're going to do today. I want to uh, introduce a series on religionless Christianity today. But before I get to that, uh, I want to invite you to interview me. one of, if you're one of our listeners, you've been to our webinars and you've got issues and uh, topics that you'd like to talk about, I'm going to invite you to be on the podcast and uh, you get to interview me and ask uh, questions about anything. If you want to talk about politics, sure. If you want to talk about, of course, church and Christianity and Bible, let's do that. If you just want to uh, talk about topics and issues that are closer to your heart, marriage and family, uh, career and work. I'm game for all of that. So this is a a serious invitation to you to contact us. uh, Let us know that you're interested in being on the podcast and interviewing me. And uh, we'll go from there. Once you contact us, we'll uh, have some conversation about that. And uh, we would love to have you on here uh, bringing to us, bringing to me, the topics, issues, and questions that are foremost on your mind and uh, in your heart. So I hope we hear from you. Uh, That's a serious invitation. Uh, uh, Come on, bring the questions. Even play stump the preacher if you want to. But uh, just just come on and uh, we'll have some good conversation. Now, today, I do want to do more of a short form today, and I'll be doing a little bit more of a short form on these... uh, on these uh, talks on religionless Christianity. I'm not interviewing anybody today. I just want to talk about uh, religionless Christianity, a phrase Dietrich Bonhoeffer used, gosh, now 70 years ago, right before the Nazis uh, hung him, killed him. He was wondering out loud in letters to his best friend about the state of Christianity in Europe, about uh, what was going on in Europe, Uh, with uh, the Nazis and the German church, and he was beginning to wonder if it wasn't time for a religionless Christianity. A lot of people have uh, been confused by that phrase he used. He's also been co-opted by all kinds of people and made to say things I don't think he was trying to say. So I'm not so much going to talk about Bonhoeffer, but I am going to use that phrase because I think he was prophetic. He was ahead of his time. And I just want to begin to visit with you about uh, what I think uh, Jesus was really up to and what I think uh, Christianity ought to be about. So we'll be doing that uh, interspersed with some other interviews and interspersed with you interviewing me. But religionless Christianity, today, let me just kind of uh, see if I can't spark your imagination or put some uh, splinters in your brain. Uh, What if... What if Jesus was not actually trying to start a religion? What if, in fact, Jesus represents in his teaching and his ministry and what he was accomplishing was meant to be the end of religion, not the start of a new one? You know, uh, after all of those years, both of being a, uh, just a regular Christian and then being a, uh, a pastor, uh, I notice that a lot of uh, us Christians, and this is not just true of Christianity or Christians, but that's that's where I worked and that's who I am. 
a lot of uh, street-level Christianity is really what I call white magic. And this is this can be true. This I think maybe is true of every human being. Uh, but we're looking for some way to ensure that we don't suffer, that the people we love don't suffer, uh, and we we turn to religion often, believing that if we'll do the right things, do the religious things, whether that's uh, go to mass two or three times a week, or make sure you're in church every Sunday morning, singing the songs, or dropping a check in the offering basket or plate, or uh, leading a Sunday school class or leading a small group. As long as I'm doing the right things, I'm building up a kind of a, a, a bank account in heaven that I can draw from when things aren't going right down here. When I go off the rails, when I'm disappointed, when my kids go off the rails. And we have this idea that we can kind of sort of manipulate or require God to do what we need him to do. That's a lot of the basis of religion. It's, it's the old quote-unquote pagan religions that they had to throw a, a, a virgin girl into a volcano to appease the gods. And we don't certainly don't do anything as crass or as obvious as that. But I, I just want you to think about and look around and notice uh, a lot of our Christianity is actually kind of this white magic, getting God on our side so that we can call on Him and tell Him what He needs to do on our behalf. So I want to we'll be talking we'll be unpacking that because I don't think that's what Jesus was up to starting a religion. And I want to get us away from this white magic idea of Christianity. What if what if Jesus was really more about making us fully human? Uh, not floating three feet off the ground because we're super spiritual, but actually feet firmly planted on this earth in this time in history. And he wanted us to be fully the human beings we are created and intended to be, you and me. Uh, not just our famous uh, uh, Christian leaders, but all of us. Uh, what what if he wasn't so much about the afterlife as he was about this life? And you've heard me mention this before on the podcast. So I'd like to unpack that some more. What if the whole point of Jesus and then his apostles and the letters they wrote, what if it was more about now and not about someday? Uh, like one thing I would, I'll be talking about, I've, got a, I've had this idea for some time about a little booklet or something called 65. You know, there's 66 books in the Bible. What if we pretended like, just as a thought experiment, that the book of Revelation was not in the Bible? If the book of Revelation, which is notoriously hard to understand and interpret, but what if it wasn't in the Bible, what then would we know about the afterlife that we are so curious about? Well, the answer is not very much. The entire Old Testament only has one or two hints. The New Testament doesn't say very much about it, particularly if you rule out Revelation and some of the wacky ideas that come out of Revelation interpretations. So really, it seems that God was not that interested in satisfying our curiosity about the afterlife. What if the Old Testament, the New Testament, Jesus, the apostles were hyper-focused on this life? Uh, so much of our preaching and teaching in the Current American Christianity is about getting us out of time. In other words, getting out of the, our current situation, hanging on long enough to go to, into eternity and get out of time. 
or and it's associated. A lot of our teaching and the books that we read and popular Christianity in America is about getting us out of history. Uh, history is going to hell in a handbasket. The world's going to burn up. It's a sinking ship. Uh, we got to get, we think a lot of Christianity and Jesus and our faith is about getting out of history. What if we were meant to be firmly rooted both in time and history and do something about the burning, sinking ship? What if, in fact, we're not about getting out of history, out of time, out of this world, but we are meant to be firmly uh, in it? See, I think this is the direction that religionless Christianity will point us. I think it was the direction that Bonhoeffer was wondering about all those years ago. And those are the things I'd like to talk about uh, in coming uh, weeks and months with you. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, things like uh, human flourishing, human futurity, uh, which is a, that's an interesting word, isn't it? F human futurity. What is our future? What is our faith? And what are we followers of Jesus meant to be doing about human flourishing, human futurity, the common good. I think there are four key relationships. We've mentioned these in past podcasts, but I want to unpack them further. Four key relationships that need to be healed, redeemed, strengthened in order to experience human flourishing. And I think as we pursue those things, we will find ourselves in what I would want to call religionless Christianity. And I'd like to unpack that concept even further as well. So uh, that's, kind of, that's, that's where uh, we're going. Uh, why in the world do we want to talk about this sort of thing? Well, I talk to people uh, constantly. I literally, uh, last night, uh, had dinner with friends, uh, their followers of Jesus, faithfully so, quite the resume, really, including international missions and church leadership. And they've raised a family. And uh, these are as faithful Christians as you'd want to talk to. And I talk to these kind of folks all the time. And they're wondering out loud, not just privately, they're starting to wonder out loud, is the way we do Christianity in church, is this really what Jesus had in mind? Really? And I'm telling you, these are not cynical people. These are not people giving up. These are not people running away from following Jesus. They're still very involved in church and leadership, but they are, they're restless. They're wondering. And this, this was not planned. This was just last night. Well, it was supposed to be just a social get-together, and yet they are wondering what is prayer? And do we, can we really instruct God on how he needs to answer our prayers? And this, this church business is so complicated and expensive. Is this really what Jesus had in mind, even though they are highly committed to church and to other people and relationships? And all I can tell you is that I have these conversations a lot. And I think I think that we are all sensing, those of us who are feeling some version of that, we're sensing that we are living in some kind of a change, some kind of a sea change, some kind of a hinge of history. Uh, we, we watch the news. We watch even some of the religious news. We hear about our leaders. We hear about controversies and failures. And I don't want to dogpile on all that. I just want to notice that a lot of us are wondering what the future is. And shouldn't we be at least talking about together and wondering prayerfully together 
what might the future be for following Jesus? What might the future be for religion? What is there some way forward? Is does the idea of religionless Christianity open up some possibilities that maybe we haven't considered? Those are the kind of things I'd like to explore in days to come. Uh, okay, well, I promise we're, this was going to be a little bit of a shorter uh, form. So really, that's about all I want to do today, is introduce you to uh, the fact that you're going to hear from me about these topics, just me. You are going to continue to hear the occasional interview. I'm lining one up right now for another, uh, some leaders of a small church in a small town who are doing big things. And I always want to keep highlighting uh, those who are doing uh, some really nice things for the common good to love their neighbor. Uh, and they're not in a big place. They're not in a big church. So we'll be bringing that to you in weeks to come, uh, that interview. Uh, and and then uh, let me say it one more time before I sign off here. We're dead serious about inviting you to be on uh, the podcast. Come on to Be Beautiful and Believable. Bring your topics and your questions. And you kind of drive the conversation. Now, I'll have things to say, and I'll have an opinion. If you, and if you ask direct, honest questions, you'll get direct, honest answers. So you need to be prepared for that, too. But I would love it. I love those kind of conversations. I'd love it if you would accept our invitation, come on to the podcast, and uh, hit me with your issues, topics, questions, concerns. And let's talk about them. And uh, those will be a little bit longer for them. We'll set aside at least an hour. For those conversations, uh, perhaps more if we're really uh, getting along and if we're really making some uh, progress. But uh, take that invitation seriously. Contact us, uh, email us, uh, get a hold of us somehow and let us know you're interested and we'll follow up uh, from there and talk about it. Well, all right. Uh, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate y'all. Uh, I'm out with uh, Beautiful and Believable, the podcast. Much love. Thank you. Thank you.